Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Today is about disappearing Dorothy. We are going to cover this unsolved true crime case. So like the Ghostmonts show once said, beware, you're in for a scare. Grab a snack and get comfy. And feel free to check out my other podcasts as well. case i have a few trigger warnings of things that might be mentioned in the story that might that may not be appropriate for some viewers or may be hard for some viewers to hear right now in this story there is mention of abortion mention of possible sexual assault and mention of suicide if you are sensitive to any of these topics please click off of this episode i want you to take care of yourself and know that whatever you're going through you deserve to heal from that by article ATI. The case is by Natasha Isaac. Isaac. Checked by Leah Silverman. Published January 13, 2021. Now, it's time to move on to the case of Disappearing Dorothy. Shortly before 1910, the Harris to perfume empire Dorothy Arnold vanished without a trace while shopping for an evening dress at a New York City department store. Her matting disappearance sent New York City into a tailspin of speculation, but her family's extreme secrecy in handling the case was perhaps even more odd to onlookers. The Arnolds were not willing to cooperate with police, which led them to clash with investigators and spawn an excessive amount of conspiracy theories. Some speculated that Dorothy Arnold's older, less respected boyfriend had ordered a hit on her after she refused his hand in marriage. Others whispered that she was the victim of a botched abortion, or perhaps her family already found her and simply kept her in hiding due to shame. To this day, the disappearance of Dorothy Arnold remains unsolved. Dorothy Arnold led a charmed, although mysterious, life. Before her mysterious disappearance, Dorothy Arnold lived a charmed life. She was born in 1885 in New York City as the second of four children to Mary Parks and Arnold, Arnold and Francis R. Arnold, a rich perfume importer. Arnold's uncle was the former U.S. Supreme Court Justice Rufus W. Peekamp, and the Arnolds were generally regarded as high society and what could get. They were on level or standard with the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and Zay Winers of the day of today, and their name was promptly featured in the Social Register, a publication whose origins date back to the 1880s and is considered the definitive guide to New York City's richest families. After graduating from Primer College in Pennsylvania, Arnold began to pursue her ambitions to become a writer. Though she was unsuccessful in getting anything published outside of work, Arnold mingled and gathered a reputation as a prestigious, high level of respect and admiration society girl. But then, sometime between noon and 2 p.m. on deck on December 12, 1910, Dorothy Arnold vanished on the fateful day. She left the, her family home in New York City by herself, dressed in proper attire, including a blue tailor-made suit, black velvet hat, and lepis Lucy matching hat pin, and earrings. She also had on a long blue coat and carried a black fox moth. 
she was seen purchasing candy at Park in Tilford on 59th Street and a, and, and a humor book titled An Engaged Girl Sketches at Brantano's. Her friend Gladys King bumped into Arnold as she was leaving a nearby bookshop. That was the last time Dorothy Arnold was ever seen alive. As night fell and she failed to return home, Arnold's family became worried. They began inquiring about her whereabouts among family friends. But strangely, after one friend called the family back asking if she, she had been found, the Arnolds lied and replied that yes, their daughter has safely returned home. Okay, so the family already seems off. The fact that they lied about their daughter returning home seems weird. Do you guys think the Arnolds may have been the ones who harmed or killed her? Or maybe have been a part of it? I guess we will see what happens next. The next day, though the Arnolds reached out to John Keith, a family friend and attorney lawyer, for advice, fearing that, the, that her disappearance would become a media spectacle and a source of shame for the family, the Arnolds didn't report their daughter's disappearance until six weeks after the last time she was seen alive, but no matter how hard they wanted to keep her disappearance a secret, the truth eventually came out. Before alerting police, Dorothy Arnold's family began to conduct investigations of their own. They hired private investigators, the famous Pankterns, who searched everywhere for the Harris, a woman who was the cause of another's death. They searched shops, hospitals, friends' homes, and even the morgue. They searched her room for clues. They found friendly letters written by George C. Grimson, Jr., a 42-year-old engineer who lived with his parents in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The discovery of these letters revealed that Arnold and Grinskin were in regular communication before she vanished, a communication she continued over her parents' objections. The pair had met when Arnold was still at Brian Mare, and Arnold once even lied about visiting an old college friend to meet with Grimskin in secret, but her lie was un uncovered when the family realized she'd pawned some jewelry to spend a week with Grimson at a Boston-area hotel. On Jan 26, 1911, six weeks after she disappeared, Dorothy Arnold's family made her case public. Despite the New York Police Department's belief that Dorothy Arnold was still alive, her father filed an advocate stating his belief that she was murdered. I am firmly convinced my daughter has been killed, he said, and I will spend every dollar I have in the world to avenge her death. He even told the press that he believed his daughter was murdered in Central Park and that her body was thrown in a Central Park reservoir. This theory was immediately dismissed by police because it was 21 degrees Fahrenheit in New York City on the day Dorothy Arnold disappeared, which meant that the reservoir was frozen solid. When the reservoir afterward thawed, police went searching for Arnold's body and came up empty-handed. Since Dorothy Arnold's disappearance, reported Reported sightings of the Harris cropped up nearly every year afterward, and many impostors claimed to be her in a bid to attain her fortune. Conspiracies around what actually happened to Dorothy Arnold spread like wildfire. One theory suggested that the Harris had either run away or committed suicide after becoming deprived from receiving constant rejection from publishers. suggested that she had become per pregnant, possibly with Grimson's child, and died during an underground abortion. This theory was supported by a doctor who ran an underground woman's clinic, known as The House. He claimed to have performed a procedure on, on Dorothy Arnold, and the surgical complication had caused her death. There was also a possibility of murder. Six years after her disappearance, an inmate at Rhode Island State Penitentiary named Edward Glenn Norris 
Kimsey helped bury a body that matched Dorothy Arnold's description. Some suspected the man had been hired by Grimson, but when investigators searched the attic where Glenn Norris said her body had been kept, they found nothing. By April 1921, Arnold's parents had spent over 100000 to find her, and the case officially went cold. But then, the same year, a shocking statement came out of the police department. The case had been solved. All that I can say is that it has been solved by the department, Police Captain John H. Ayers, the head of the Missing Persons Bureau, told the press. Dorothy Arnold is no longer listed as a missing person. Captain Ayers gave no more details, but added her parents, relatives, and friends, who had been led to follow in all directions clues to a large number of letters, suddenly ceased their activity. A lawyer from the family denied the case had been correct, saying that Captain Ayers seems too confident that the mystery of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance had been solved, and that the family, for some reason, has kept the solution a secret. The whole thing is a lie. The conflict between the police and her family over the case fueled even more speculation around her disappearance, but the mystery was never truly solved. Sadly, the story of Dorothy Arnold's disappearance remains one of the biggest and perhaps the most tragic mysteries in New York City's in New York City's history. Wow, we talked a lot about this case. The outcome breaks my heart. The sweet Dorothy never got the justice she deserves. My heart goes out to the friends and family affected by this case. I hope that the friends and family can really heal from this and find a way to remember Dorothy, but continue to move on and grow in their life. Again, credits to the website ATI for making the article with the information that was given in this podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. Bye!